to the Cheap Seats Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. I'm the big man. He's the juice. And this is the Cheap Seats Podcast. What is going on, everybody? What's up, Juice? What's happening, Captain? Oh, you know, not nothing much going on with me. Uh, you have a good weekend, buddy? What I do this weekend? Did I go to Eldora this weekend? I went to Eldora. Oh this yeah, weekend. you yeah, that's I right. Go. You went to Eldora Speedway up in uh, up close to my neck of the woods. Oh, what was it? Weston, New Weston, something to that nature. Uh, yeah, Weston, Weston, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Uh, up there, I damn near to... got my ass hung in a fucking tornado up on that bitch. Oh, that, that don't surprise me. You're was... up there in Flatland. Yeah, uh... I fucking left there and the damn phone went off. Said there was a tornado watch within fifty miles of me and damn heat lightning striking everywhere and damn wind blowing everywhere. I said, "Fuck, get me back to the bluegrass state. Fuck yeah. this shit. Like, <laughs> give me some hills. Fuck this." You weren't too far from the guys from the Wise Guys podcast, Big E and uh, the Doc. Uh, Probably about 50, 60 miles from their neck of the woods. Did you see uh, any any signs for, like, uh, y'all take 75 up? Motherfucker, I was so drunk, I ain't even got a clue. Okay, well, we won't even talk about that, man. But we don't yeah, need to talk about driving, because I was just sitting in the back seat having a good old time, buddy. Right, having a well, good old time. Well, let's get on with the show, then. Although Donut 5-0 did get me everywhere I asked to go. Well, that's good. He's pretty... He's pretty good, DD. So then, he's huh? navigating her right through there, buddy. All right. Well, let's get on with it then, man. Uh, ah, you got any shout outs? Yeah, we shout out Eldora Speedway uh, for a for a damn good time. Yeah, Eldora is a good time. Oh, it's, it's, son. It's, I've been there. Yeah, you want to talk about a blast? And and I'll just go ahead and shout out uh, Brandon Overton, who won uh, pretty well swept the week up there. Okay. $275,000 later. Wow. Uh, yeah, that man is a happy man. I'm sure all of his sponsors are very happy as well. Um, yeah, it was a good old time. All right. All right. Well, uh, oh, I, I guess got... we need to shout out Donut 5 for driving my oh, ass yeah, around yeah. the whole time, huh? Yeah, yeah. Probably, probably need to do that. I ain't got any shout outs this week. Well, that's fucking so, weird. So, uh, uh, I do want to shout out our show. I want to plug our show real quick. Make sure y'all are following us on social media, on Twitter at the Cheap Seats Pod One, on Facebook at the Cheap Seats Podcast. Um, you, you can follow my man here, Juice, on TikTok at the Bluegrass underscore Beard. You could also follow the show on the Cheap Seats Pod on TikTok as well. Um, so come give us a follow, like us, uh, give us some feedback, guys. I'll get on to uh, news time. News. Fresh news. News time. The Phoenix Suns have swept the Denver Nuggets, um, and they move on to the Western Conference Finals. Now, uh, CP3, it's been reported that CP3 uh, could miss some time in the Western Conference Finals um, due to uh, the COVID-19 protocol. If it, if this happens, do you see this... Uh, I know it's going to hurt Phoenix, but do you see if, if say, they play the Clippers, do you see them uh, losing the series due to CP3 being out? 
Well, I mean, it depends on how long a pro, he's out, a pro, right? A prolonged time. You know, say he's out two games, do you think this is? I mean, if he's out two games, you fall down 0-2. I mean, that's that's a pretty big hole to dig yourself out of. When, right. Even with him coming back for game three. Yeah, and especially with uh, Kawhi and uh, Paul George playing the way they've played here in recent times. Um, yeah, I mean, that would be a, I'm not going to say impossible, but it'd be a pretty difficult road to take. Yeah. In in game four, Phoenix, you know, of course, Phoenix swept the Nuggets. Uh, Jokic was ejected in the third quarter for a flagrant two foul. You really gonna uh, make me talk about this? Yeah, for just a minute, because I know you watched that game. You were texting me about it. Uh, Actually, I was texting you about game three, but I did oh, watch game four yeah, as well. I watched. I didn't watch all game four. I watched a little bit of it. Um, but uh, did the refs overreact on that foul? Fuck Joker? yeah, they overreacted. I mean, yeah, it's a hard foul. Like, call it flagrant one and move on. Who the fuck kicks the MVP out of game three of a playoff game? And you know what What gets me is Jokic. Or, I've, never, I've never heard of him ever being a malicious player. I've no, heard, you know. A, it was a hard foul. And then it was I an even emotional heard, game. Yeah, he said he did it to, you know, to spark. Try to spark his team, um, but I mean, still. And I said game three. I meant game four. Who the fuck throws the MVP out of game four when the the, the game's on the line? Yes, and he could be eliminated. On the line. Right, like for crying out loud, we're not here to watch great coaching. We're not here to watch overjealous refs, and we're not here to watch a good, hard-fought team game. We're here to watch the fucking stars. Right. Yeah. I mean, I watch... Like there's, what, three when, former MVPs left now? Yeah. When I watch... Uh, when I do watch the NBA, I want to watch the stars. Yeah, I'm, that's I don't who you're watch, there for. I'm not watching... I mean, I'm not watching the Cavs. I mean, I love the Pistons, but I don't watch them very often. I watch the stars. I watch the Lakers. I watch the... You know, Memphis, I watch uh, the Pelicans, I watch the teams, yeah, Brooklyn, you know, looking I watch for Gold stars. State, you know, I want to see the stars go. All right. Uh, but anywho, uh, we were talking in game three a little bit yeah. about the fact that we really wished uh, Jamal Murray was still there. Mm-hmm. I think I, I still think Phoenix wins that series. Let I'm me not, be very clear. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that they wouldn't. I'm just saying that it would be a different type of series. It'd I been a whole lot more series. entertaining. I could have seen least. it gone seven games. They wouldn't have got swept for sure. No, I don't think so. I'd at least I, see it go six. I, I mean, I would imagine that it would go seven. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kawhi does it again, and he uh, leads the way at the Clippers Evil cool. Series. Kind of jumped the gun on that one there a minute ago, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Because he's also he's also out for Game Five with um, a knee injury. Um, when he's healthy, is he the <clears throat> the best playoff performer in the NBA right now? Boys up or I mean, I know Donovan Mitchell's have been having an amazing playoff run this year. Book's this having an amazing one as well. Right. Steve yeah. Book. Um, yeah, he is. Uh, but Durant's not, having a very good playoffs. I'm not saying just this season. I'm, I mean, you know, Kawhi's I know. been so I, I mean, I get the question. He's a big-time performer over the years. I mean, do do you think he's the number one guy right now in the NBA and in, in the playoffs? I mean, I would say it'd have to come down to him or Durant. 
as far as history and Durant's got a history of of putting on big games. What I about mean, LeBron? I would say LeBron got to be up he there. He has. I mean, a, I mean, look at uh, you know, look at what what he did with you know coming back three zero from yeah. I, you know, it it might be some recency by, bias. I mean, I would say Kawhi is probably the most clutch. I, I mean, love especially Kawhi's coming game. off last year's corner three at the buzzer that rattled around and then found its way at the bottom of the net. Um, damn. Yeah, I mean, it would almost have to be. Right. I would, if he's not one, he's two, but in my mind, he would be number one. All right. Oh, a little bit of. Uh, if I wanted to start a franchise right now, it would be with Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Uh, a little bit of breaking news today I read. The Pelicans oh, fired. Breaking news. The Pelicans. <laughs> <laughs> the the Pelicans. <laughs> Goddamn, get it out, boy! Who's the Pelicans fire? They fired uh, Stan Van Gundy after uh, one season. You dumb. I mean, does that surprise you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Did it surprise you that they fired Stan Van Gundy? I'm trying to keep us on the tracks here. That's hilarious. All right. All right, that's not the only big fire. That's kind of surprising after only one season, but uh, I mean, that's the nature of the beast in the NBA. Yeah, like, uh, and the Mavericks also, after twenty-four years, have moved on from general manager Donnie Nelson Jr. Um, oh, I like Donnie. Twenty, yeah. I mean, that, that's crazy. He's been a part of. Uh, that is crazy. That is. <laughs> I was surprised by that. Uh, my thing is who's. Who's next to fill his shoes? He, they got huge shoes to fill, um, and I'm it, seeing a lot of. It probably was. I mean, somebody had to get fired. I've seen a lot of coaches. There's currently, I think, six or seven NBA head coaching vacancies right now. Uh, uh, it's the nature of the beast. Uh, yeah, they yeah. rotate them out more yeah. than you rotate out your underwear. Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, Speaking of which, we need to have a discussion about that after, off the air. Oh, yeah. Oh, Your underwear is getting ridiculous. Yeah. Man. You're going to have to do something with it. <laughs> we're going to have to buy new ones. Fucking, we're going to have to do something. All right. This man's had the same underwear for 25 years. It's ridiculous. Hey, as long as it goes around my butt, I don't care. Well, that butt's getting a little bigger. Fucking, we're going to do something <laughs> here soon. All right. Uh, Rudy Gobert, Ben Simmons, and Draymond Green highlight the all defensive team. Um, Gobert. Oh, I've uh, seen this was released. Also joined by Giannis and teammate uh, Drew Holiday. Uh, also, Gobert, he's uh, won a third straight Defensive Player of the Year award. Gobert's a regular on this. Do, like, Do you think he's the best defensive center we've seen of all time? I mean, remember Dikembe Mutombo. He was a beast. I don't remember Dikembe Mutombo. I, I know you don't. I remember he, you don't even remember him with the Sixers? Maybe with the Sixers, but he was a shell of himself at that point. Uh, I mean, Dikembe, he, you know, gosh, there's not I mean, much. you still have to take in. Okay, so let's let's take into consideration here. Okay, you have to take into consideration, Shaq, um, regardless of 
topic. If you're talking centers, Shaquille O'Neal has to be included in the conversation. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm sorry. I'm going to get flack for it. You have to take in consideration Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard's one... A few of them. I'm not sure he's how won, many exactly. He's won he's multiple won. defensive players of the I year. He was multiple. most feared center in, for years in the NBA. Yeah, he was until he lost his motivation. Yeah, and I mean, he was. I seen him playing for the Sixers the other day. He looks good right now. Like, I mean, he's he's coming off the bench, backing up and beating and whatnot. But you, I mean, in his prime in Orlando, you have to oh, take yeah. into consideration. When he maybe was with Orlando, I I agree. He was one of the. Uh, he was probably the best center in the NBA at the time when he was uh, in Orlando. Let's see. Who else do we need to take into consideration here? Patrick Ewing. Uh, Patrick wasn't the defensive force. I mean, he was good, but he wasn't the defensive force. I'm thinking along the well, lines. Well, I mean, I maybe. had to lean on you a little bit there with, with Ewing because I, I was very young when he was playing, but. Alonzo Morning comes to mind. He was a yeah, so... guy whenever he, you know, the latter part of a career, um, he was actually pretty good. Um, I don't know about of all time, he's, but since, recent Dwight, history, since Dwight Howard's prime in Orlando, that would yeah. be the first one that I would say comparing right. to. Go Bear to Beast when it comes to Oh, it's, 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 it's remarkable. Just block shots and grab rebounds and, and catch alley-oops. And, yeah, he does what he's supposed to do. Yeah, he's phenomenal. I mean, I love him. I, I love every part of his game. All right, one real quick note. Uh, Coach Cal, I read this today. Coach Cal is open to going back to the NBA. Um, you're our resident Kentucky fan. Uh, what do you make of these uh, comments, these rumors? And if he would make the jump, what do you foresee? Where do you foresee him could go? You know, what, 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 and what, can... and what type of deal, like, would he go somewhere where he's he could be, money. be full control? I don't know, but he's going to get big money. Oh, uh, most definitely. And I and I can't even say I blame him. Most coaches at the University of Kentucky, like 10 years is like the max. It's kind of like that's as long as you can handle it. And he's been there uh, since, what, 2009, 2008? Yeah, 2000, the 2009, 2010 season was the year that he came in, I believe. Okay. Um. Yeah, because 2010-11 Brandon Knight. That was his second. Right. So 9 and 10 would have been his first. That puts him right at, I think this is his 12th season, okay. if I'm doing my math correctly. Right, yeah. Uh, I think he's... So he's exceeded that 10-year mark. You can see how much it's aged him. Right. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you look at pictures of back then and now. I mean, he. I mean, it looks like 25-year difference. Job got to be stressful. And it's only been 12. And and it is. It's extremely stressful. It's the most passionate fan base in college basketball. You can at me all you want. I'll argue with you all day on it. I mean, you can say it's Duke, North Carolina, Kansas. You can say whoever the fuck you want. It's not. It's the University of Kentucky. It is. It, uh, it, it it's is. all we have. It's all we grew up with. Like. Right. That that's it. That's all that a lot of people in the state have to hold on to. A lot of times, like, and it's sad to say that, but it is. Um, but he's he's done his job. He brought a national championship here. He's yeah. brought multiple Final Fours here. Right. He has done his job. He's put Kentucky back in the top tier of the spotlight. Right. He, when it, when know. he come in, they were faded. They were a lost memory. Yeah. I mean, um, they haven't been. 
you know, before him, they hadn't been like uh, what you would call a blue blood powerhouse. No, they were a blue uh, blood Tubby. history that everybody had talked about. I right. mean, even in Tubby's latter years. In Tubby latter won a national years, championship. Yeah. With Rick Patino's With players. Rick Patino's team, it. yeah. And, I mean, he had a really good year with Saul Smith and Tayshawn Prince. And, and you know, Tubby was a, a great coach. He was, but he didn't he really didn't. fit Kentucky's No, and he style. didn't recruit well either. No, but, I mean, he, he I was... I, re- I always said that Tubby was a Big Ten coach. I agree with that. I coaching agree. He in liked the, the SEC. big physical, defensive guys. I mean, he and coaching under one of the most passionate fan bases yeah. in the country. Yeah, I and agree with eventually, you. I mean, that got to him too. You could see how much it aged him. It's kind of yeah. like the presidency. I mean, you can't really. It's your time for your medicine. Yeah, old man. Um, but uh, yeah, it it just it it ages you incredibly. It's such a stressful job. It's such a so I I can't blame him. I would wish All him right. the best if he left. I mean, I guess your follow up question would be if he left, who's the candidates? Who would be the candidate to replace him? Oh shit! Uh, well, a couple years ago, I would have said Chaka Smart, but what, what I about Billy Donovan? Oh god. I don't know, because Donovan, how old is Donovan? Uh, yeah, I know he's, I mean, he's, he's in, he's probably at least in his 50s anyways, early 50s. He, when I would say potentially. He, you know, he was there with, with you know, Florida. He's been, he was there with Rick Pitino. You know, right. He was, no, you know, I, former, I, I, I you wouldn't. Know, he got tied. That, that's all does. I'm thinking, though. And I wouldn't throw that out of there, but, I mean, we just talked about the level of stress from the job. Does right. he want to take something like that on? You think that's in the more latter days of his career, absolutely. You think absolutely. The NBA, you're almost expected to be fired. Yeah, like true. At at true. In the college level, it's I mean, you get death threats right at the college level, and it is a crying shame that we have come to that as a society. Yeah, like let I mean, let's just be honest. It, yeah. It's pitiful that we have come to that point in society. But it's reality. Yeah. So let's talk about it. In college, you're going to get death threats. In the NBA, it's like, meh, fucking fire him, get him out of there. Let's get somebody else yeah, in there. Let's sign some true. stars. I mean, it, it don't, uh, you know, there, the, there's family. The news doesn't death. resonate. There's refs that get that death much. threats in, in college basketball. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You I don't mean, even know the ref's name in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, Unless they're in, like, you know, just like that. I can't remember the guy's name, but I remember the incident when he was in the whole gambling thing in the NBA. Oh, that's a... I, uh... I can't remember his name, but, I mean, I, oh, that's the only shit. notable I have rep his, I remember. I have his book sitting at my house. Um... <laughs> Fuck! You, you read a book? I hope it had Hell no, I looked it. at the pictures. I had my wife read it to me. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, she's an English teacher. She likes to read. I just laid there with my hands behind my head and closed my eyes and God soothing bless music. her. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, fuck, and I've listened to multiple podcasts on him. Oh shit! Well, you think about that for a minute. Uh, I'm just gonna look but it up. While while you're thinking, uh, I wanted to ask you also if if Coach Cal would leave Kentucky. Tim Donaghy. Yeah, that, that's that's his name. I remember. Uh, I knew I'd think about it. I, yeah. I've literally listened to every special about him. Every time I watched the thirty for thirty, they did. Yeah, the thirty for thirty. There's multiple podcasts that have done him. Uh, he's done the Pat McAfee show. 
Um, I've listened to anything I find that has Tim Donaghy's name on it. Like I said, I have his book. Um, it's I, it's a phenomenal story, actually. All right. Uh, you need to what, you need to do some more research on it. Yeah. Really cool. I I didn't know a whole lot about him. I just remember. All right. Uh, well, what? Back to Coach Cow real quick. What? Where do you see him? Where could you see him go? You know, say he does go with the open jobs that are available right now. What's the open jobs? You got the I'll Celtics. tell you the ones he'll leave for. You got the Celtics. Okay. Um, I believe you got uh, the that's Blazers. Brad Stevens that's making that call. Yeah, right? I, okay. I don't see that going going well there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so though. Okay. But you got well, like I said, you got the Celtics. You got uh the uh Blazers. Okay. Um, you have, uh, Orlando. Okay. You have, uh, there's six of them. Uh, you didn't write them down? I forgot to write what them the down. What the fuck? You're most, supposed to be the most prepared person on the show. Yeah. What the, the hell is going on? happening. But, uh, you got, uh, who was it? Uh, crap. Uh, Houston. Okay. And, uh. Oh shit! I can't remember. But okay, so out of these four, out of those four, you're if go, Boston, you know, if Boston was to offer him the job, I think he would go. What about uh, if Portland offered him the job? I think he would highly consider it. What, but I don't know. What about if, say, a team like Orlando would no, say, "Hey, no. we give you full control." No, he's not going. You don't think he's we give going. you that the basketball czar, president of basketball no. operations, and head coach? No, he's no? not going. All right. What about a? Uh, you know, say a team. Oh, the other team that fu- we just talked about this, Stan Van Gundy. Oh, New Orleans with the pack. Yeah, the Pelicans. Potentially, that's a young, upcoming team that has a lot of talent. Okay, so Boston is a very talented team and a big market. Right. That's why I would say he would absolutely go. Okay. They have a chance to win right now, and they they have a big market. Portland has a chance to win. With like one piece added to it, they got a big and they've got stars. It's a decent sized market. I think I mean, he would. I think he would highly consider it. Uh, Orlando, there's no chance in hell they can't win right. right now. You're talking about rebuilding. He's not a. He's not about that. And it's a small market. Like no, he's not going to go there. Houston has the market, not the ability to win right now after getting rid of Harden and okay. and, and all that. New Orleans, very talented, very young. Decent market. I could see him going there as well. All right. All right. Okay. You come up with the sixth team, I'll tell you. I can't remember who the sixth team was. Well, that's so okay. We'll just move on because uh, we got a very special guest coming on the show uh, coming up after we take a, a quick break. Um, I'll tell you who he is whenever... On our break. You lying ass. I'll tell them who it is. Oh, you're going to tell me who it I'll is. I'll tell you okay. who it is. You don't well, even know who it I'm is I'm going to tell the fans who it is when we get back. Yeah, so uh, we'll be right back after a quick uh, word from our sponsor. Adios and Michael Mills. And now, coming to you live from the cheapest phone line in the business. And an eight-and-a-half-year Army veteran retiring as a Sergeant E-5, host of the Lineman Lounge podcast, and the biggest Browns fan west of the Mississippi, I have Big Mike Carlisle. 
What's going on, everybody? Hey, thank you guys so much for letting me join you. I've been excited about this all day. Uh, got done with my flight, got home, started doing my research, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Love it, love it, love it. What's happening? Yeah, welcome to the show, Mike. So, so happy to have you on here. I, You know, we've just got in contact with each other. You and I have uh, just here recently, actually, on through Twitter. Uh Ain't Twitter a weird place? Oh, God, it's insane. There are times that I love it, and there are times where I can't. I just want to delete it off my phone. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it is. It's a weird place, which TikTok is the same way. But, but yeah, Twitter's a weird spot to be in. So, Mike, you're, you're an eight-and-a-half-year Army veteran. Uh, wh where were you stationed at? Uh, so, my first duty station, I spent three and actually four-and-a-half years up in Alaska. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I did a one-year deployment to Afghanistan. Then I was in Georgia, deployment to Iraq. And then I was also out here in Arizona, where I currently reside uh, now as a civilian teaching. Uh, same thing I used to do in the Army. Uh, a flight instructor then? Yeah, I, uh, I train new soldiers in coming into the Army how to fly UAS. So we, have, we fly a variant of the Predator drone. Okay, okay. That is that is really cool. I like it. I yeah. like it. Uh, okay. Thank you so much for your services, by the way, if we haven't already told you that. No, we, we, we goofed that. We didn't say that. No, hey, guys, I appreciate any support. Any, and anytime you guys can support a vet, uh, it's going to always be appreciated. So thank you guys very much for that. Yeah, we you got really any good foundations. It. Let's get that out of the way first. Like, is there any foundations, like, that you specifically... Or charitable Point organizations, toward, maybe or uh, so military-wise, it's kind of tough. Uh, I know the Wounded Warrior was good for a while. They've you know kind of been up and down with you know who the money goes to. Uh, a lot of the things that I did when I was in the army that I like to contribute to was I was was big into uh, Special Olympics, anything that had something to do with sports. Because right. the right. army has this program where soldiers will you know, give to charity as part of their paycheck. So, you know, not only can they, you know, be in the community, they can actually give back another way as well. So. Okay. okay. Awesome. Uh, all right, Mike, the reason I brought you on a show, what wasn't to, you know, talk about your, you know, being a veteran and things. Uh, you're actually a podcast host. You're a sports podcast host. You're living out in Arizona Oh, so you're, you're trying to learn something here. And you're, yeah, just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> you're you're a uh, Cleveland Browns fan. Hmm, poor guy. Hey, I love I you, brother. Absolutely. Poor feller. I love you. I even wore my Browns hat, if you can see it. I uh, sure can, yeah. and I appreciate that. And, it, and it's camo, so I got the army, rocking the army for you there, bud. <laughs> but anyways, uh, with you being a Browns fan, uh, are you are you are you from Ohio? I am. I was actually born in Akron. Oh, well, uh, okay. Yeah, lived there for uh, beginning ages of my life. Moved around quite a bit. Okay. So, all right. Uh, so, so how did you become a Browns fan? He just told you he was born in Akron. Damn it. I know he was born in Akron, but I mean, really, Aren't like you like born into it when you're born up there, like yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. As as somebody who's born in Ohio. Uh, especially in that northeast area, you are bo you were born into the misery. I mean, Everybody just kind of wrote you in. Yes. 
I'm 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 trying to help you get through the dumb questions. Right, shut up. Shut I'll, up. I'll, I'll I'll assist in every shut way up. I can. All right, hey, so I will I'll take the, any questions I can get, and I love talking about the Browns, especially now that I don't have to live through the misery. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, so what's your outlook for 2020 then? He's lost. Uh, I mean, I I really I really really like the way the Browns look. Uh, the offense coming back is going to be. Very similar to what it was last year. Nick Chubb is the linchpin that drives that offense. Yeah. Uh, getting Odell back is going to be huge, especially if Baker and he can get on the same page. This is the first time that they have worked out in the offseason together. And then revamping that defense is massive. We have huge holes in the secondary. We go out and sign guys like John Johnson III, Troy Hill. That is... Improved secondary, getting guys back like a Grant Delpit who missed last year as a rookie. That's going to be huge. And if we can get Jadavian Clowney on the opposite side of Miles right. Garrett bringing any kind of pressure, yeah, I think this team wins 13, 13 games. Yeah. Okay. I I looked at the schedule. I could get on board with that. Um, Nick Chubb recently just came out and he said he wants to stay stay in Cleveland. Uh, you know, of course Denzel did too. So this 2018 class, they're all getting ready to get re-signed. Do uh, you think it's going to happen this offseason? Uh, so Nick, I think, absolutely has to happen this right. offseason. With Baker and Denzel, they got the fifth-year options, so they're not – that deal isn't required. They are still going to have them. Uh, but I think any time that you can get them early, you're not hopefully going to be paying that premium contract like you are in that contract year. If they can get it done now, I think that's better. Salary cap next year looks to go up a massive amount compared to what they're sitting at this year. So right, yeah, I I think they actually had to put a cap on it. They agreed to a cap to like two hundred ten million or something like that. Yeah, um, and, and I think they're sitting now at what one eighty five. I think it is right. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's going right. to jump massively. Yeah, and I know the Browns payroll right now is at one ninety five, but that's okay because they had carryover money. Um. But with uh, with all the recent additions we've had, do you think this is going to hurt us um, on re-signing key players? Uh, I think there's going to definitely be some turnover. I think anytime that you want to keep your guys, you're going to lose some people that you maybe don't see as foundational. I think the re-signing of Nick Chubb is going to probably signal the end of Kareem Hunt in Cleveland after this year. Okay. Uh, not going to be able to pay that much money to the running back position. Uh, we got Hunt for what two more years, or is is he on the final yeah, year two, of his deal? So he's got one more year after this year. They could always try to restructure, and I think that they could probably cut him and get out of most of that without too much dead cap. Okay, but say so the biggest thing here recently has been voidable years. So I would go back through and look like Hooper and Beckham and. And Hunt and some of these big contracts that you've had brought in, how many years are voidable that you can either push down the line or just straight cut before a certain date? You know what I mean? Because, like, Ward and and Chubb both, like, those those are going to be big money deals. So, right. Yeah. And we're, Odell is, this is, Odell's playing on his last year in Cleveland. There is no more guaranteed money. Uh, And Jarvis is just about in the same boat. So, so I mean, do you, do you think there's a possibility that Cleveland trades Beckham this off season? Uh, if they're smart, 
I'm you absolutely trying to trade him and not lose him for nothing. Right. Uh, what kind of trade value you think we could get for him at, at this stage, him coming off ACL injury? Really, it's going to be what he can do this season. If he can go out, put up you know 1,200 yards and six TDs, I think you can probably get a first for him. Okay. If he has a down year or he hits another injury, I think at best we're looking mid-round pick. Yeah, he don't hold no trade value at the moment. Like, yeah. At this very second, yeah, you ain't getting nothing for him. No, and I think that's one of the big reasons why he and Baker are trying to get on the same page is Odell knows he has to build his value back up. He has no more guaranteed money. So I mean, he's got to build value somewhere. It never hurts Baker to have a weapon like that either. So if you can, if you've got it, why not use it? Yeah, like, that's true. If you got the Lamborghini, don't leave it sitting in the driveway. Like, 100%. I agree. Hand me that whiskey. Damn it, man. You got any more questions about the Browns or anything? Nah, hell no. I don't want to talk about the Browns. I want to talk about the West. All right. So the real reason we brought you on, you residing out in Arizona. Um, Listen, this we, is my favorite division, by the way. We had to get you on to get your outlook on uh, the NFC West this coming season. I know you're a Browns fan, and I appreciate you doing this because, uh, you know, I mean... You're a Browns fan, so, you know, if you don't follow <laughs> any of these other teams, I don't really give a shit because you're a Browns fan. Listen, shut the hell up. I got shit to talk about. All right. What is it like living in the same state as my boy Kyler Murray? That's what uh, I want to know. Well, Kyler is a, Kyler's a big deal out here. Everybody loves Kyler. They can see the talent he has. Listen, I'm in Kentucky, it, and I love Kyler. It ain't just yeah, out there. I, mean, like, I, I like Kyler, too. I have a lot of faith in Kyler. I don't know if his coach is going to get the most out of him. And I think I that is that a is. big consensus I yeah, agree. out here is, can Cliff get the job done with Kyler? Kyler has a talent. That, that Arizona team is stacked. That is a big question coming into this year. And if Kingsbury don't get it done this year, I would say you're looking at one of the open jobs next offseason. Absolutely, and if that job opens up, who doesn't want that Arizona job? Yeah. That's got to be one of the most attractive jobs on the market. The only bad part about that job is the division. Right. That is the only but, bad part. Like, Would you say Russell going to be there? That, I mean, that's, that's a possibility, true. too. But that's true. You know, would you, you say Kyler Murray the is the uh, best quarterback in the division right now? No, it's Russell. Yeah. It's always been Russell. It's just... How long is he going to be in the division? Because if you, if, I don't know if you guys saw the the press conference thing that happened today, where he's going up and kind of kissing Pete Carroll's ass after, yeah, yeah, hey, we're we're yeah. still friends. I mean, that looks fake. Everything well, about that screams fake. fake. It's a hundred percent fake. Yeah. Like that is lip service at its best. Like no doubt about it. All right, so you know, with the uh, Rams bringing in Stafford. Does this put them as the favorites to win the division? That's who I have as the favorites to win the division. Okay. I believe that is such an upgrade over Goff. And that team was already very good. That that is my pick to win the West. And I actually have Arizona finishing second. Uh, I like this guy. You should bring more people like him on. He's smart. I mean, I like Arizona. They've done a lot of great things this offseason. Off but what if uh, what if we get a healthy 49ers team back? Uh, what are we looking no at? Way. This should be a really tough division. 
I think that the 49ers team is going to be very much predicated on how good that defense is going to be. There is no more trust in Jimmy G. And how good that run game is. How good can that run game be? They're going to have to run the ball 40 times a game, and that defense is going to have to hold up again. Can they withstand the injuries? I don't know. I actually have the 49ers as the last team in that division. Really? I I don't think that they're going to trust Jimmy G, G to go out there and win a game. I can see them in week eight probably making that switch to the rookie. That's what and I was, that was my next question. If you uh, thought Trey Lance would even start a game this season. I don't think uh, absolutely. Really I think don't. he will. Yeah, but I think that bye week is week uh, week seven. I, I didn't remember what the hell week it was, uh, but it's going to be after the bye week. Okay. As soon as that bye week is up, I got Trey Lance starting. All right. Uh, what if you know what if the 49ers are, say, after that bye week, say it is week seven, so they would have played six games. Say they're setting at three and three. You think they'd still put in Trey Lance? Absolutely. Uh, it's going to depend on the way the rest of the division looks, and if that division is good as everybody thinks it is, there's, I mean, you're going to be looking at teams that are six and zero, five and one, and four and two at yeah, the very worst. Three and three could be, you know, the last place to be. I mean, I oh, I guarantee you, three and three is the last place. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not that. saying the Niners aren't going to be good. They could be nine and eight in last place in that division. Right. That's true. Yeah. True. I mean, it's. I it's, get that. Yeah. The right. recipe's all there. Like, I do agree with you that. L.A. is probably the best team in that division. They're the favorites in my mind as well. Arizona probably has the most firepower behind it, and then Seattle has Russ. Well, like, you got Seattle, the defending division yeah, champ. I mean, Seattle has oh. Russ. Like, Seattle probably has the best quarterback in the division. Okay. L.A. has the best defense in the division and a major upgrade on at the quarterback position, which is the most important position in football, along with probably the best wide receiving core as a whole. And then you go to Arizona, who has the biggest up-and-coming quarterback in the league, along with D-Hop. And, I mean, you got some Buda Baker. I love Buda Baker in Arizona. You got some pieces of defense. Yeah. So you have that. So then you turn and look at – who the fuck was I just getting to? The Niners. The, the Niners. Niners. Yeah, you turn around and look at the Niners. Like he's talking about that's predicated on defense, the run game. Like, Jimmy G's fucking average. Let's just be honest. He is. Like, he's, absolutely. He's a game manager. I get that. Um, you know, I, you know, that's why so, I told you whenever we did our draft that I thought Lance was the pick. Uh, you know, you don't. Well, he up. For, yeah, he, he, you he don't trade up. Move for, with Lance. Yeah. You don't you don't trade up for anyway. Get back to your script. Anyway, I know you're going to yell at me later. Get uh, back to your script. All right. Uh, no, I, you're good. I mean, I like that you went off handle a little bit there. Uh, so uh, this will be one of the toughest divisions. But uh, who do you think going to uh, break out in this division? Do you think you got any players you think will break out? Oh, uh, I do. I actually think um, that addition in L.A. at Matt Stafford is going to make Cam Akers a much better running back. I've seen Being that. Able, like that. Yeah, I've seen Cam Being Akers. Being able to throw the ball downfield, being able to throw the ball downfield is going to stretch that defense. They were very much short intermediate pass game. 
and Cam Akers is going to absolutely pop if Stafford can get a rhythm in that offense. So the these rankings I've been seeing with uh, Akers going in the second round of fantasy and justified. Oh, I would absolutely. I mean, I'm a huge fantasy guy. Now, obviously, if if I have my top pick, I'm taking Nick Chubb as the best back in the oh, league. Yeah. Okay. But I love Cam Akers. I think he's gonna absolutely explode on the scene. He showed a lot of potential last year, and with a more well-rounded offense and a quarterback who can move the ball, he's gonna go. Hey, are you gonna play in our podcast league? He is. He's already set up. I am in the podcast oh. league. Yes. Ah, sweetness. Yeah. Okay. We got some actually decent players like playing with us this year. Yeah, I like it. All right. Anyways, get back to you. All right. You uh, is there any other guys that you think would break out? Oh, you didn't tell me about the team. I think there's a guy that needs to break out, um, and I think he has the potential, and that's going to be Isaiah Simmons. Oh, defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So, adding uh, Zayvon Collins in the middle oh, of that defense alongside of him. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes, I love him. Yes. He is. He's okay. a, a utility knife. I'm nine. back yeah. at it. I've been drinking. I'm sorry. No, you guys are good. I, I just think <laughs> on the opposite, if you, if you add Zayvon Collins, a guy, a bigger body, Linebacker, it will hopefully allow Simmons to fly around a little more. He has a true position now. They're saying he's going to be an inside linebacker. I think that he's a guy that not only can step up, but almost has to with as much hype as he was getting when he got drafted. Listen, I'm telling you, if they leave him at inside linebacker, that is the next Brian Urlacher. That man can play slot corner in fucking college at Clemson, not just some baby college. He can play slot corner, and you're going to play him at middle linebacker? That is the next Brian Urlacher, I'm telling you. Well, yeah. And Urlacher was a safety at what? Yeah, right. State. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. and this guy could play slot corner at Clemson. Yeah. Like, this is Brian Urlacher 2.0, I'm telling you. I believe we got a little, a smaller clone in uh, JOK. Uh, I love, I love that. I pick. love Joke. Loved that pick. I hope it pans out. Back around to the Browns. Shut up. We had to. We had to for a minute. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, hey, that's a guy that we probably should not have been able to get in the second round. No, not at all. I had him ranked up going going number 19 in our mock draft. I think we had him and we did our mock draft. I think he went like 22 or 23. Um, Just so you know here... uh, Juice is a uh, Cowboys fan, I by am. the way. Okay. So, uh, he, I, yeah, well, so he sucks. <laughs> so, I mean, I I feel bad for you. I know what it's like to watch, to hope your team is going to be good. Listen, that's what, that's, <laughs> and, uh, that's, that's what me and him kind of bonded on is when we met, they were both bad. And it was like, it was, it was like, okay, like, let's, let's talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's have our poor fandom therapy session here this week <laughs> so misery loves company that's yeah. right that's right so mike has anyone ever told you you look like a little chubbier baker mayfield uh i have <laughs> actually so i get the baker mayfield thing uh, uh every once in a while but back when can you shot Jason me like baker mayfield I, I can't. I don't know. I might have to do with the left finger. Bring me one. Oh, we'd have to do ah, that. that. I don't know about. <laughs> oh. I, I couldn't do it. 
Anyways, okay, sorry. No, I used to get the uh, Jason Kipnis, second baseman for the Indians. I used to get okay. that all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, I forgot hey, about a lot like Jason Yeah. Okay. You're an Indians fan, too, then, I, I take it. He was it. born I, in I, I, Ohio, yeah. All right. So, here's a quick little question. We're, we're going to get off topic for just a, a second here. Here's a quick question. What do you think about the Indians uh, changing their name, and who do you – what what would you like them to change their name to? Uh, I mean, so I grew up, obviously, an Indians fan. I am so used to the name. I never felt disenfranchised by it, and but I'm also not Native American. Right. I can't say what other people are going to feel if it bothers enough people and the ownership feels like it's creating an issue. Right. Then, then change it. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um... I, uh, Am I gonna still rock my Cleveland Indians gear? I'm not. I'm not burning it. Right. You already paid. But for what it. do you? What do you want it to go to? Would be the question. Like, what is your top? How like the Guardians. Guardians. Okay. The, what okay. was it again? Spiders or Guardians? I, I recently just uh, read an article on this, and I seen one that was really cool. It it kind of pays homage to uh, Major League. It's the wild things, and it has the little baseball with the mohawk and the feathers in the back. That would be the uh, logo. No, nah, that's too childish. No, so I mean, no, I, I think that's, that's, cool. that's a cool little, that's a cool little thing. But it's a, li- it's a little Mickey Mouse for yeah. the league. Yeah, I mean, right? it is. I get, I, I get it. But I think it's still cool. I'm I was, they're going to change it. I want the spiders. I've seen a lot of cool stuff online that have kind of leaked out as potential logos. Then I heard like, that they were going to do like orange and brown. At, as the colors, I mean, no, no, yeah, no, don't do that. No. Okay, okay, all right. So now, uh, Mike, we're gonna have you do. I'm surprising you a little bit, so he usually okay. does this to me. You may Just have so to think clear. about this. Uh, you may have to think about it a minute. I told you I wouldn't have any questions where you'd have to think about too much, but <laughs> here's a little segment that we we do called List It, and this is our uh, our our top four. Basically, uh, okay. and the subject is I changed it because the first subject I had was uh, your top four or top four Browns players that you uh, favorite Browns players of all time. But I changed it because I read an, another article today. Uh, what player? Our top four players who should be on the Madden cover? Current players? Who do you think? Your your top twenty two top four cover athletes. Who you got? Um, thank you, there, Derrick Henry, number one. Okay, number one, Derrick Henry. Is he gonna rattle off a whole list here? No, we're gonna go with okay. you next. Okay. Who would you be? We're gonna go from one to one to four like that. Then okay, I have Alvin Kamara number one. Alvin Kamara, okay. That's- My number one would be Jalen Ramsey for the Rams. Ooh, I like Ramsey. Yeah, wow. Ramsey's a, a stud, a defensive guy. He's, uh, I mean, he's the best DB best in, corner in the game. Yeah, yeah, he's the best DB in the game right now. I mean, he is the I guy. Didn't, I didn't think about Ramsey. That's a good pick. I, and you don't really see a whole lot of defense players on the cover very often. No, I have one that's an option, but yeah, that that's 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 a cool pick. You I asshole, like you took my option too. <laughs> Uh, well, so I'm going to stay in the same vein since we switched it up to the defense. I'm going right. to go with Jalen Ramsey's teammate, Aaron oh. Donald. Oh, you asshole. You, you asshole. I said that, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so that's your number two guy. I mean, how can it not Absolutely. be Aaron Donald? 
Guys, guys, he's all time. Yeah, they it's they need to re- rename the defensive player year award to the Aaron Donald award or something. At least like until that. he retires, Good like, Aaron Donald specific award. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he's so dominant. This trophy belongs to Aaron Donald. Like, all right. Okay. Anyways, my number two, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. I'm I'm not surprised. I think it'd be that. cool, like him coming through breaking the glass or something. Like, a, I think it'd be a cool image, especially like how big he is. You, do, do you remember the last Titans player to be on the Madden cover? It was probably Steve McNair, wasn't it? Mike, do you? Uh, Eddie George. Was it George? Eddie George. Nice. I like Damn it. Damn right. That's some quick trivia. I like that one. OH. Fuck you. I.O. Damn Fuck right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so my number two, I'm with Mike Aaron Donald. You know, he is the most dominating defensive tackle I've ever seen in my life. You've got two defensive guys for the Rams, one, two. One and two, yeah. That's crazy. I, I couldn't think of You know, I'm I'm more of a defensive guy. So you agree that the Rams have the best defense in the league coming into this league? <laughs> I mean, they got the top two players <laughs> anyways. All right, what you got, Mike? All right, Mike, who's your number three? Uh, so I'm a huge Madden fan, and uh, there's a lot of times where Madden just doesn't do what you want it to do. And I'm going to stay with a player in that same vein and say Aaron Rodgers. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, elaborate a little bit. So Aaron, obviously, is having some issues up in Green Bay. Will not show up to camp, but he's going to go play in this golf match and is just burying the Packers uh, along the way. Now, I, I love it. Aaron's an asshole, but he's my kind of asshole. But I, <laughs> I love every but, uh, fucking second of this. Me too. Like I'm with you. I'm loving it. Yeah, he's I just in Dallas any day. That's the guy. I mean, don't, when they were talking about trading Baker, I said no. I don't want Baker to be going. I don't want Baker going anywhere. But it's hard to say no to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers, like I'll consider it. Like, come on yeah. now. I'll trade Dak for Aaron Rodgers. All right, we on me? Oh, my number three is Aaron Donald. Y'all done talked about it. Yeah. Y'all are assholes. Y'all done right. stole him. Well, my number three is, and I will tell you guys this because um, I love Madden too, but I also know that being on the Madden covers comes uh, with a certain stigma, the Madden curse. And so I kept all Cleveland Browns players off my list. Um but my next player, because of the curse, um, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I mean, like what you did there. I, I love Lamar. Don't get me wrong. I, I love watching him play. It's almost like watching Madden, like, in real life when you watch him play. Uh, but, you know, if anybody's going to get the curse, why not Lamar Jackson? It gives us a leg up in the division. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't want him to get hurt. I don't want to say I don't want no, him to I'm, get hurt. I'm not saying I want him but to get I hurt, but I want him to have a shitty season. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would like him to suck. All right, Mike. Well, who is your final, your number four guy that you uh, would like to see on the cover of the 2022 Madden? So this is tough. Since I'm in Arizona, I'm going to go with an Arizona oh, guy. The God. only problem is, is I don't know 
if he's coming back and he's already been on the cover once. Okay. Oh, you Larry Fitzgerald. Okay. Yeah. yeah that, well, you know, the the Juice and I had both talked here. Uh, we had seen, I don't know if you've seen the recent commercials of Madden um, with Peyton Hills and the two goats, but there was two goats coming out. So I'm wondering if there might be, Juice said Tom Brady. So I'm wondering if there might be like two players on the cover. Well, like I, said, Tom Brady. I said Tom Brady and Rodgers, it being two goats. Uh, what about Mahomes? It being like an old goat to a young goat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I, that's that's probably what it's going to be is uh, Mahomes. Just like yeah, the different generation. The yeah, okay, I can see that. But, I mean, well, I would hate to see it, but I could also see Fitz and Brady. Like the two goats of their generation. Yeah, that's, that's what like, I was something gonna, of that nature. I, I was thinking but about that. I would also hate it because when Fitz was on the cover, it was with Troy Palomalu. Yeah, that's true. Like so, true. he'd be a he had to share the spotlight two years. Like that would suck. But yeah, Fitz but, is so underappreciated, anyways. Yeah, like, but he would be the only one to ever do that, though. If you think about it, I mean, to have two covers like that. Oh yeah, he'd definitely be the only one to ever do yeah. it. But all right, would Brady be the only two-time cover athlete? Um, him? No, I don't think so. I think there's been others. I can't name them off the top of my head, but I think there has been others. I think Mike, uh, you care to comment on uh, that? Do you know? I am not head? sure. If you wonder if it's Brady and Gronk. Uh, Gronk was on it his own. Year I know. Pick. Yeah, I know. and Brady yeah. was on it the year after him. What if it? But do you reckon two goats as Brady and Gronk together? A, that wouldn't be bad. Ooh. That wouldn't be terrible. No, I wouldn't hate it. I mean, fuck Tom Brady, but other than that. <laughs> uh, hey, where are we at? All right. Well, did Did you do your number one? Or your number no, four? my number four is Russ. Um, cook him, Russ. Like, I was trying to think of somebody that hasn't been on it. Um, he hasn't been on it, has Yeah, he? no, and you got to have a – there has to be a quarterback option. He's my first quarterback option that hasn't been on it. Kyler's kind of like the up-and-coming stud that, I mean, obviously I'm in love with, but Russ, like, sells so many jerseys every single year. I could see Madden doing it. I had to put somebody that I thought would be realistic on this. All right. Uh, well, my number four is uh, just who you said, Kyler. Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray should be on it, uh, and I think he will be on it eventually. Listen, you know my uh, man crush I got going on with Kyler. Like, Yeah, I've uh, cheated you a couple times in fantasy by drafting ahead of yeah, you. Yeah, no, yeah, the same bitch gets one spot ahead of me last year. He fucking takes, like, three picks that I've been beating the drum on this show for. Murray. <laughs> right ahead of me. Keenan Allen. And then he and Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson was yeah. my sleeper all year yeah. last year, and your ass took him yep. right ahead of me. Yep. And then, yeah, Keenan you turn Allen. around and take Keenan Allen on me, and then you turn around and take Kyler Murray on me, and go, oh, I'll trade him to you. i trade you to you. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we're uh, we're at the end of the show. Mike, we, we love that you came on. Thank you so, so much for coming on. Uh, it's been a blast. We've had such a good time with you. Hey guys, it's been an absolute pleasure, and I could not thank you guys enough for uh, inviting me onto your show. Anyways, I love it. Listen, what what we like to do at the end of the show, we like to toast uh, and have a drink. We're we're both a couple alcoholics, so uh, we like to have a little drink at the end of the show and 
show our appreciation for uh, listeners or just just anybody in general. Uh, one real quick thing, though. I want to plug Mike's show here. So, uh, guys, make sure oh, well, to Mike Carlisle. Yeah. Oh, well, let him okay. do it. Mike, He's still on the phone. Let him do it. All right, Mike. Would you like to plug this sh- your show? Would you like to go through and plug it on social media and 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 on uh, Spotify and all that good shit? Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Uh, so, uh, I cannot thank these guys enough. I host the Lineman Lounge. You can follow on social media at uh, Lineman Lounge on Twitter. There's also a Facebook group and a Facebook page. And you can listen to the podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Apple finally pulled their heads out of their asses and got me <laughs> on there. Yeah. So I am uh, very thankful to be all over the place. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Anytime I can get interaction with fans, I love it. Do you do TikTok? I don't. I actually really need to get better at social media. Yeah. Uh, I try to live tweet some things when they're going on. I have the Facebook group and the page and all that stuff. Cause you know, that's where a lot of people I know are at. I just don't know how to use the social media. I got to tell my wife to okay, figure listen. out how to Instagram and listen, shit. I love you so much. Listen to me. Okay. <laughs> make a TikTok. the lineman lounge, whatever you want to do, make a TikTok and then DM me on Twitter. Okay. And then I'll send you everything you need. And I all guarantee right. you, I'll have you a thousand followers within I mean, it, it'll be it'll blow your mind. It'll help your show. I I, I have you. I, I've got you. Make a TikTok, the Lineman Lounge. Start kind of playing around with some videos, but DM me on Twitter. All right, sounds good. I can absolutely do that. All right, I got you. Anyway, so we want to thank our uh, military, military, uh, medical personnel, emergency first responders, uh, listeners. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter at the Cheap Seats Pod One. I'll go ahead and say it one more time. And uh, on Facebook at the Cheap Seats Podcast. Of course, on Twitter, you can, or on TikTok, you can follow uh, Juice here at the Bluegrass underscore Beard. And you can follow us, the show, on TikTok at the Cheap Seats Podcast. Um, so, guys, let's get our glasses up. Mike, we toast you. I don't know if you got a drink with you, buddy, but. Uh, if not, we definitely toast you, and we're gonna taste this. Do it. Has anybody told you you're beautiful today? Because you might be the best damn looking thing I've seen all day. And we are out.